we're all human. We yeah. all have those thoughts, you know, but like, I'm like, you really want me to pretend I don't have those thoughts? Okay. You know, sure. sure. I don't have those thoughts. <laughs> you know, oh, good. He doesn't have those thoughts. I thought he thought he had those thoughts, but he doesn't. But he doesn't. Guys. He just he yeah. puts them out in those yeah. pages and they disappear. He's just kidding. <laughs> you know, he doesn't think that. He does this thing called morning pages. It's kind of weird. And he says weird things. If you read it, you'd be a little. Fr- but he told me those are just those aren't real. Those aren't <laughs> real. You don't need to worry about that. Hey, everybody. Welcome to No Small Thing, the podcast dedicated to helping you live a less certain and more curious life. I'm Scott. And I am Maze. Welcome to episode 163. Using a different tone in my voice. <laughs> you really Sometimes. had a different you cadence. spice it up a little bit. Um, welcome to this episode. You clicked on it. You know what it's called. Tonight, we are talking about free association. We're going to get curious about it. We're going to get curious about it. I feel like if anyone is someone who listens weekly, they will... There's probably a tally of like nine times I've said, let's do an episode on free association. Yeah, that's true. That's I've true. been, it's been in my mind for a long time. So I'm feeling really happy to just get it on, get it out there. Just get it over with. I don't even get it over with because, okay, <laughs> I'm here's what's, here's what's going on for me. Don't even get it over with. <laughs> I wanted you to ask, but I almost just asked oh. it myself. <laughs> ask it what's yourself. going on for you, Mace, that you makes you want to do that episode? <laughs> I mean, the, it is sort of a TikTok thing, right? Like, you can have a dialogue with yourself in a TikTok video. Oh, true, you know, true. You should try some of those. You'd be good at those. <laughs> um, why do you want to do free association? Why do you want to do free association? What makes this such an interesting topic to you? Oh, <laughs> I'm glad that you asked that. <laughs> um, I, I, I am glad to answer that. I'm feeling really awkward Keep talking about to yourself. It. <laughs> <laughs> Keep talking to yourself. Okay, so here's my Thanks thinking. Thanks for the invitation. Here's my thinking. <laughs> I think that there has been a marked shift in our way we approach topics in yes. the past couple months. Yes. And I think the shift is towards free associating mm-hmm. in spirit. Mm-hmm. So free association is has a lot of its origins in the psychoanalytic field yes. as like a form of psychoanalysis slash a form of Therapy, healing. It's like a tool of psychoanalysis. I'll open the door. Um, We're watching a dog yes. that now wants to go outside. <laughs> She's feeling really reach in the and door. out. <laughs> um, it is like a, it's like a, yes, it's like a, a method, a methodology yeah. of sorts or a way in which to, to approach a client. Yeah. And I mean, it, it stems from Freud. Yeah. Freud is the one who really was like free association. But so I think tonight we'll talk about that. But I think that, Part of why I wanted to do this episode is because I almost kind of want to get it out into the air of like, hey, when we first began the podcast, we had one way we were approaching topics. And I think that way is great and still is a part of it, which is like, oh, we're going to do a topic on... um, 173 topics and you can't even <laughs> think of one. <laughs> What's something we've talked about before? I don't know. Uh, Jeez. <laughs> so we're going to do a topic on snow. <laughs> oh, one we haven't even done before. Okay. Yeah, sure. And we could have approached it, and we have approached it, and we still kind of do with this sense of, like, 
we're talking about snow. We're going to both come in with some research about snow. We're going to try and keep the conversation around this topic of snow. Like if we start to veer off, we tend to let ourselves veer a little bit, but like, hey, we're talking about snow. Let's bring it back. Let's get back to that schedule. Let's get back to that snow. <laughs> but I think <laughs> What recently, was it? We were doing the episode with our friend Lily and, I'm like, and I really got off track. Let's Enneagram. get back to the Enneagram. <laughs> I was like, let's get back to the Enneagram. Hi, Lily. Um, that was an interesting moment for me. Anyways, I think we've, I think something new has happened in us that's allowing us to feel a little freer with topics. Like we recently did an episode on projection as a defense mechanism and we let ourselves go really, really far away from projection. I think we even did that with synchronicity. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like, I think what you've been saying is like the topic is the prompt. Yeah. And then we free associate from there on out. Yeah. We want to get into a flow of consciousness, yeah. essentially, essentially, that is is discovering along the way. Mm-hmm. And I think we're both feeling a little less subject mm-hmm. to staying on the topic. And I think we're both getting more practice at actually free associating. Yes. Yep. I, I, I like I think because of multiple reasons, but I think because of my therapeutic work, I'm like, oh, I, I I can drop into free associating a little bit more because my therapist is like a cheerleader for it, you know? And morning pages is helping. Oh, and morning pages is helping yeah. so much. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah, so uh, we want to do an episode someday, everybody, on the artist's way. It's mm-hmm. a book by Julie Cameron. That it's like if any of you guys know the book, we Big need to Magic. know small thing bingo. Yeah, yeah. Mentions, Every mentions time. Mention, morning pages. Morning pages mentions artist way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we should come up with one for sure. <laughs> we have some, just for ourselves. What are you guys doing tonight? <laughs> for Lily and Holly Moon interviewing Lillian ourselves. Yeah. Um, no. So there, there are books that seem to be geared towards helping young people people unlock their creativity, and this is, seems to be one of the big ones. Um, and in this book, and we've probably talked about this on, on the podcast before, but just to get our bearings, uh, morning pages is a tool to sort of unlock creativity and get you out of your head and get you used to just sort of expressing yourself as the information comes out. Mm-hmm. So not, not self editing in real time, just get the information out. Mm-hmm. Um, or the thoughts on paper. And it's three pages every morning. It's like written free associating. Yeah. yeah. Writing and free associating. And so like, yeah, I guess that's another intimate way of saying these are the thoughts that are there, you know, good or bad. I don't know. They're there. And you can look back and you'd be like, actually, at the end of the day, well, I don't know as with you. I'm like some valuable stuff was said and it was actually fairly coherent, all things considered, you know. And so it's like, what what does my internal self-editing even accomplish at the mm-hmm, end of the day? Mm-hmm. Probably not much, mm-hmm. especially we probably think people are listening to us more than they actually are. Like sometimes I say things <laughs> that I am not, I don't know. It's really hard to describe, but sometimes I find myself saying something on autopilot that I don't even really believe. Yes. And people are vibing hard with it. And I'm like, well, I'm, I don't, I can't believe you're even vibing. Cause I hardly know what I'm saying. So like, why do I even, I, I don't want, I don't, I don't want to say always be on autopilot. I guess I'm saying the opposite. I'm like, maybe don't worry so much. Yeah, which I think something is that's. I don't know what I'm saying. No, I think you do know what I'm saying. I think I think you do know what you're saying, and it's making me think of this, of like, again, also cultivating new ways in which we're showing up as podcasters. I think in the early days, we're like, what are we doing? What's who's our audience? This whole idea of having an audience provoked a lot. It provoked probably even a little bit. It provokes different things for each of us, and I think we've both been able to note that like 
a transference reaction is happening for both of us Mm -hmm. in terms of who we're picturing is listening. Right. What internal voices are we monitoring? Good point. As we're talking. Yeah. Great point. I I stop myself in morning pages sometimes and literally just write in big bold letters. Who am I talking to? Yeah. I'm like, who am I talking (laughs) to really myself? Like, who am I talking to? Where is this? Who is this for? Yeah. Yeah. Because yes. I'm imagining somebody listening to me mm-hmm. and make and me making myself intelligible to someone. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. And it's like all we have audiences in mind. Yeah. And so it was interesting early on in the podcast, and I actually think still to this day, but I think more and more as we do it and cultivate awareness around it, each of us, like you'll preface things as if some Christian conservative totally. is going to have an argument and you're, totally. you're talking as if the, there's someone in the room that's arguing about that. Yeah. Right? And probably way more so in the early days too. And I am concerned about someone feeling left out of the conversation and yeah. not being heard. Yeah. So I'm constantly doing that. In or you're really audience. concerned that somebody knows I'm joking. <laughs> that's a joke. I, <laughs> nervous laughter. Oh, <laughs> that he's joking. <laughs> <laughs> But I think I think there's something to be said around that kind of audience is interesting because oh I have a lot of thoughts happening right now. <laughs> Mesa's 35 and I'm 42. <laughs> What's that bring up in you? <laughs> Those are our ages. I don't, I don't know if you guys knew that. <laughs> that joke is fine because it doesn't hurt anyone. <laughs> All right. Mesa's 26, me everybody. Deploy, so I'm fine with that. Let's <laughs> see how you'd respond. Okay. <laughs> so my thoughts are, because I, I want to talk about free association. And I also want to talk about what I think has emerged here and what's happening when we say this idea of being lesser and more curious and something you just said made me think of this and a quote I posted this week made me think of this uh it was this Adam Phillips quote that was like we don't have people in our relationships to meet our needs we have relationships to discover what our needs are okay and I think it's bringing up this sense of discovery that you're naming like discovery along the way yeah which I think in the early days my part of my audience that I was working with was like, you have to know what you're saying and it has to be right. And it can't, you have to consider everything or don't say it at all. Yeah. And I, yeah, go. And I think while that has, I, while that has validity and that is something to consider, I think that's not what we're doing here anymore. Like, I think what we're saying is, no, we're going to model play in conversation and discovery in conversation. And I think it's literally started to happen in the sense of, like, take something like our emphasis on the Enneagram and now our lack of emphasis on the Mm -hmm. Enneagram. Like, oh, we actually, so much of the stuff that we said in the early days, I'm like, I don't know what I think of that anymore, but we were discovering in the uncovering. Mm -hmm, And mm -hmm. to think that I could even actually have it right or come across a certain way or please the audience that I was seeking is actually like, that's not even going to happen. So it's like, that started to be like thrown out the window of sorts. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's opened a new freedom to a little bit more playing in terms of the conversation. Absolutely. 
Yeah, I think um, I, I think like three and a half years now, which is nuts. It's really mind blowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, but I, I think I think uh, there there is this sense of trying to maybe copy other podcasts or get our bearings as a podcast or get our identity or figure out who we are. Um, I think there's something that feels a lot more fun and playful. And I think something too, for me is, um, uh, like I, I don't, this is really hard to convey because some, some part of me has shifted over the years and probably has to do with Peter Rollins, another bingo, bingo, Peter True, Rollins. That is a bingo. Yeah. Uh, is, Lula is outside. Should I let Lula in? No, she'll ring okay. the doorbell if she okay. wants in. This dog rings the doorbell if she wants to come in, everybody. Uh, <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know if I love, and I don't know if I understand the place anymore of like a professional speech. Hmm. You know, like it, a professional speech feels like something that's done by a politician and then probably a pastor. And it also feels to me these days, even though I'm not saying it is, I'm not saying that it is. I'm saying it's it, it based on the place I'm in in my life right now. It feels manipulative, hmm. a polished speech, somebody that's like worked on their words. Part of that feels like a performance, which is great. Like a band that comes out and plays a song. I've worked on this. I wrote this. I have a song that I've practiced that I'm going to play for you. It's not spontaneous. Yeah. There's something beautiful about that. Yeah. So you could say there's something about someone coming out and quote unquote performing a speech that has its place. Um, uh, I also just think if you have something to communicate, just come out and communicate it. Don't worry. Like it, it, in the early days of me learning to speak publicly, mm-hmm. there was a lot of emphasis on, you said, um, you said, like, you know, you said that sentence twice. You right. you paused. You lost track of your main point. You know, you got off track in the middle. You know, and I was like, oh, you know, I go back and listen to old talks. And I said, like, I said, um, I stumbled on a word. You know, and it and and it's just I I don't know how important it is to not do that. I mean, again, unless you're trying to low key manipulate an audience. Honestly, I'm like, I just have something to say. I'm not trying to be impressive. And I, I, let me just get my point across. You just sit here and listen. If you like it, you like it. Right, right. No, it's bringing up a lot for me because, first off, it's bringing up a lot using the word manipulate because I just had a recent class where we actually talked about manipulation in a neutral way. Mm. Of like, Oh, so it's not necessarily bad. Not necessarily bad, but like manipulate literally means to like manipulate your fingers to like move things around, right, to right. shake things up. Right. So I, I just had a, a, in the back of my head a reaction around, well, I'm, I'm trying to grapple with what is it like that manipulating does happen. We yeah. evoke things in, e- in each other and it's... Maybe it's okay to manipulate because these people, these folks are actually, you're right to say there's manipulation. Right. Okay. So um, maybe that's not the best word even because, yeah, it's like I'm probably manipulating even with free associating or right. something. But. Well, and I think that it's bringing up something else of like, I, I think there's a fascinating thing that you're naming because I agree. I mean, I've been told I say like way too many times. Mm. Like, welcome to this podcast. I'm going to say like a lot. <laughs> and... That person says like too much. Can't listen. Can't listen. Which Canceled. Is, which is some, this bad is, review. <laughs> this is the thing, though. That's true for some people. True. Right. Some people will Fine. walk away and some people will say, you're not being clear enough and not direct enough. So you're going to lose people. And so like that's where people, when they say, like, got to have the pause speech. I mean, I think, you know, I'm with you. We When we had a live thing recently, we said, we're going to have a conversation. You no, know, I love to. You opposed- just said, we don't even know what we're saying right now. <laughs> which I think, you know, this, what's emerging for me is uh, maybe another reason why I wanted to do free association is because I think free association is also when we talk about like 
secret sauce for curiosity. Mm-hmm. I think free association is a, a, a dominant ingredient in that secret sauce. Play adjacent. Play adjacent. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, and folks say, I mean, Melanie Klein, uh, theorist. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> <laughs> talked about as children's play being their free associations. Okay. That like a children playing, that's their free association. Yeah. So then if you think about that as like, whoa, then you say, what's an adult's free association is yeah. play. You yeah. know, it yeah. is. It's like right there. Um, so if, if, if you're getting up and giving a talk, and here I have an audience in mind, obviously. You right? for so sure here do. I go back to that. But like uh, a, a sermon, a speech, and you're we're not talking about the phrase like manipulating people, but maybe there's something to me. This is taste, you know, so it's not true. It's just my taste. There might be some cat noises in the background. Isn't that fun, everybody? <laughs> Enjoy it. It's like we've added some creative beat noises. We got some, we got some animals in the house. Oh, you meow the jewels. <laughs> the jewels. Um, and maybe there's something that to me comes across as slightly inauthentic. Mm. Now, again, I can be pushed on this because at the same time, n- sometimes I love a good like public reading. Mm-hmm. If somebody's written on a book and they come and they're in a library and they're mm-hmm. like, read a chapter from my book. I'm like totally here for yeah. it. It doesn't feel yeah. inauthentic. Yeah. You wrote those words. Right. Um, maybe I'm just saying, maybe I want more. Maybe I want all of it. I, I do want a public reading. I do want a prepared speech, but maybe I also want some more free associating. I want it to be more, uh, I would like it, and maybe it is, maybe just not my experience. I'd like it to be more socially acceptable to be like, so-and-so is a guest speaker today, you know? And I'm actually toy around with this at a place I'm speaking. Well, I'm about to say, I think you want conversation. You want interaction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You want and to engage. And I think engage. like, if maybe, maybe another thing I'm saying is, if, it, if what I'm saying is if it feels inauthentic, it maybe isn't as present. I have my prepared speech, but you show up and literally five minutes before you go on, something happened in the news that needs yep. addressing. Yep. And I'm you just notice this kid in the front row is upset. And this other person that invited you to speak hit says, hey, just so you know, this this new thing happened this morning. You're like, well, I don't know what to say that because I have my prepared speech. But you could just get up and be like, I guess I, I know you have something to say, <laughs> but you're, you're bursting at the seams. <laughs> uh, this is the last thing I'll say on this is like, uh, I, I, I guess maybe in free association, I have my essence. I have my soul. Yes. I have content that has been given to me. I have a direction and a place I want to go. Maybe it's not completely clear. Maybe I don't need the exact point all prepared, but like I am who I am. I'm here with what I have to offer you. Mm-hmm. Take it as you will. But like if I have that in mind, that, that all of a sudden you become a lot more, the possibilities are more open and it does feel like play. Okay. You're ready to go. No, Put I me mean, in coach. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> I know. I'm like, so much. Sub, just said. sub. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. <laughs> so much. You said it just stirred up so much in me around this concept of the yet to be known. And I'm going to drop another name. Wilfred Bion is another therapist voice who he talks about this idea of every time a client comes in, you're not coming in with this sense of assumption of knowing. Right. And the client also isn't. They might they might in their conscious mind, but what happens in the space, it's like he talks about this in this idea of like there's the known and that's an amount you can see and then there's the yet to be known. Yeah. And the yet to be known is just significantly larger and greater and expansive than the known. Yes. So why do we focus on the known? Yeah. When there's so much left in the yet to be known. So it's like 
when you, like what you're saying of like walk into a place and it's like maybe I had this prepared speech and of course everyone's going to do what they need to do and some people don't like getting up and public speaking for whatever it's but this is an interesting analogy to play with you're saying oh a kid is crying in the front row you can engage with the yet to be known there you can engage mm-hmm. with what's unfolding in the space in mm-hmm. the energy of the room and if you're open to it like there's going to be a lot more discovery than if we start focusing on the known it's like past focus versus future focused in a way love it love it yeah good 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 (laughs) (laughs) yeah exactly i think i think i think it takes away a lot a little bit of the like what you would say like omnipotence element of Mm -hmm. of the whole thing of like i somehow have been i am thinking about being a guest speaker that's the scenario you're you're doing that in the next week so that's on your mind but whatever situation i guess i guess this would work this would be good advice for people on a date. Oh, for sure. You know, oh, for stop sure. trying to pretend to be this character for the night and like, get it right because then you're too in your head. Just be yourself. And I would say if somebody doesn't like you, then that's that. But like right. all that you can be is be yourself. Well, and let yourself unfold yeah. in the in unknown ways to yourself too. Yes, like, absolutely. Like you might discover something about yourself on this date, which is, an, I think that's actually another great metaphor to use here of like, there is this idea of going on a date of being like, okay, I want to make that, you know, this person's going to know these things about me and mm-hmm. what parts am I going to show and what, what, what's going to happen. And it's like, well, maybe actually in this, you are going to discover something new about you with this person. And actually probably more likely that's going to happen. Than yeah. Not. And I just feel like you feel a little bit more settled in yourself and people can pick up on that. And that's mm-hmm. a good energy. Mm-hmm. You can't replace that. You know, you can say all the right things, but be putting off a self-conscious energy. And it's like, eh. But but yeah, in terms of the speaking thing, I guess I guess I am saying something that just seems to be lacking in my experience, which is somebody that just kind of comes up and says, "Here I am." Right, which uh, I think so that there is a little risk there of like being a little like I think I think that there is like something to caution with it, although I'm like cuz it's like, well, when we talk about free association, I think for that it's like in the spirit of free association because you would have like an awareness of impact, I think, of like what your audience is. You're not just going to free associate and say right. something Good that point. could hurt someone. Good point. I think that's worth not saying. But it's like in the therapeutic room, there is kind of a container to say, no, really free associate so you can get all these thoughts out so they can be worked with and worked through and, and witnessed. And that this is a really safe container for it. So I think that there's free association in a container relationship. And then there's free association inspiration yeah. that then f- unfolds into your daily life. So like a speech that's inspired by free association feels really cool to me. Yes. I think you're, it's important to distinguish between actual free association and the therapeutic context and right, something because done so, Cause you say weird, cause it's like, if you really get going free associating, it's like, you might say some weird stuff that you didn't really know. Yeah, and, I'm and, saying and you want the safety to be able to do that. Inspired by the spirit of free association, right, right. I think to me it, it, it's a it's it's a hope of a hack of getting past a deep fear of mine, which is being called up to speak when I'm not ready mm. or I haven't prepared something. Mm. And part of me just wants to be like, yeah, you have dreams about that. Yeah, so part of me just wants to be like, I in me, I have stuff to talk about. I can talk. I, yeah, it's no big deal. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I like the idea of like being asked to come up and I say, what should I talk about? And somebody says this. And I go, okay. Boop, 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 boop. Right. Yeah. What an interesting thing. If you get, because I feel like you're so close to lucid dreaming. Right. <laughs> that if that happens again in a dream. Yeah. To like play it out of like, here I am. Let's free, let me free associate. Here's something I've been thinking about. Yeah. Which I mean, I think this is also appeals to both of ours, like things we like. Like mm-hmm. I recently have had, I'm in a class and part of the class is having these like webinars and the webinars are just people reading pieces of paper that they've prepared. And it's beautiful. It's uh, it's tough. <laughs> <laughs> just look on your face. <laughs> it's it's I'm like it's I boring. I see your content is good. Yeah. But but the reading and the way it's going down feels really unalive. Yeah. Like it feels not alive. Got it. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. you have someone come in and they're like, I have all these ideas. I was kind of thinking, oh, it's beautiful because people are expressing themselves and bringing it to the class. But you're just like saying, you're, we're talking about free association. Well, I'm, I'm, act- I'm, I'm proving what you've been, what you were saying around someone coming with a polished speech. Right. Like, <laughs> like I, I think I had, I think I was on autopilot there. I was like, oh, be, oh, great. This is what's going on in school for Mace. Beautiful. Right, no, like, no, no. No, it's not beautiful. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> You're just like vibing with whatever yeah. I say. <laughs> I, I, I misread the cue. I was like, I, I guess Mace is saying this is a really good thing that's going on in their school. Like people expressing themselves and writing it down and bringing it on paper. And I'm like, oh. No, that's not what that, okay. what I'm saying is I have a <laughs> webinar where someone comes in and is teaching something and they're reading from a piece of paper or like a prepared speech and they're just simply reading it yeah. with very little emotional cadence and it's just there. And I know the content is good and I'm like, <gasps> taking the content. But then it's like someone else comes in and they have the content. It's like this person's written a book on it. I would actually just rather hear you free form talk about it right now. Well, yeah, I mean, I when I heard O'Donnell, everybody O'Donnell's a professor at Mesa School, um, give their presentation like back in what? Like last last year, November. Yeah, about this time. It, it was, and I'm saying this complimentary. It was, it wasn't polished, mm-hmm. and it was slightly scattered, but the content was so good, right? And I just was vibing so hard right. because again, there, you picked up on some sort of authenticity. It felt playful yeah, too. It yeah. felt very playful. Yeah, um, but she definitely wasn't reading from a piece of paper. No. Okay, I have a suggestion. Yeah. We are twenty six minutes in. Okay. And we have not even defined free association. I have. I have a definition here. So this is what I'm hoping. I'm actually. Oh my gosh, you guys, we're like we're like in a fun house slash haunted house of like a cat and a dog who cannot settle down. And this dog keeps ringing the doorbell to go outside. And the cat is playing with a toy and scratching at things and meowing. Lou, I think, yeah, Lou's decided. I can just lay down. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, I think it would be really fun for me to get some tea. Okay. And then, so I think we'll take a break. An old-fashioned, old-school break. Perfect. And when we come back, everybody, you, you're like, what the hell? Get to free association. I have an article. We'll get to the meat. <laughs> and then we'll try some free association. We're back, everybody. Ready? Okay. Ready? Okay. Free association. (laughs) (laughs) 
I said I was thinking a Beastie Boys song for doing free association. Ready? Okay, we'll do this four times with the left. It's body moving. Body oh, moving. I body was thinking body like moving. Cheerleader. Ready? Oh, right. Okay. okay. Ready? Sound off. Okay. One, yeah. two, three, <laughs> four. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess a free association episode, and now we promised when we came back. So if people are really not here for this, we gotta get we gotta get <laughs> we some content. Promise. Uh, it seems like booksish. You know, mm-hmm, if mm-hmm. we just started really going off, ready? Okay. Not, and you're doing your thing. Bop, 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 bop. One, two, one, Okay, two, go. Right. Okay, go. <laughs> this is our music someday. We really could just get in here with the microphones and do that. <laughs> we could. Yeah. Just free association makes sounds and weird noises. I was already getting pumped as you were doing that. I was like, oh, here we go. Let's do it. <laughs> Plants and dogs. Cats and treats. <laughs> I'm not going to get sucked in. <laughs> I actually do want to know about free association. I'm ready for your notes and your... Words. My notes and words, here they come. And research. Okay. And expertise. Everyone. Everyone. And your scholarship. I bring you scholarship. <laughs> hear thee, hear thee. From the mountain. <laughs> um, okay, so I read half an article today. Beautiful. Didn't even finish it. Beautiful. Thought, but it's printed out and it's highlighted. So I thought, don't I got what undersell I needed. yourself. So that felt good. I got what I came for with this article. Um, free association. Without reading the article... Let me give a definition, and then I'll read the definition. Wonderful. Free association is essentially this concept, idea, provocation, notion that is developed and supported in the therapeutic dyad or situation, so between the therapist and client. And this article and what I read and where I think it actually gets its origins from is psychoanalysis, where they Mm -hmm. use the words analysand and analysis mm-hmm. which i love those words analysand yeah. feels like the coolest word ever which is the person being analyzed yeah. and the analyst yep. is the analyst so essentially the notion of free association it makes you sound really fancy it does cuz i cuz i i i got used to saying the client or the patient right but i love that alizand analysand uh, what analysand analysand yeah 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 Yes. What did I say? Chalk. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's it. What did I say? <laughs> you said alizand. Oh, analizand. Oh, but do you say an analizand? An analizand? Mm-hmm. Analizand. So think of the word analysis. Right. As no, the but that's what I'm saying. So, but you do an, a double an. Yes. An analizand. An analizand. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. An analizand um, sounds better than a client mm-hmm. because the person is paying mm-hmm. but a client sounds like a business transaction mm-hmm. like i'm paying for this service mm-hmm. and then a patient sounds like you're sick or it's something. medical yeah so it's like an analysand i like that no it's i think it's a cool word and i think it actually is more at the roots of because again free association is a little bit more linked towards classical psychoanalytic thinking mm-hmm. as opposed to something like therapeutic thinking mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now they're they're similar and they're in relation to one another. But this article, I won't get into it that much, but they're they address people who don't really think free association is very helpful. Or there's therapies oh, got it. there's okay. therapies that don't use free association. Yeah. There's lots of therapies that don't use mm-hmm. this. But analysis isn't necessarily therapy. Analysis is can be therapeutic, but is also really about unconscious processes and yeah being with another person. You know, I have a friend who just started analysis and the way he's talking about it, I'm like, this is so dope, is it's like, he says he comes in and it's like he has his mind and it's as if the analyst is just, 
it's like it's like having a second mind in the room. Cool. Like here he is exploring his thoughts, and now there's another person who's in a way almost coming into his mind. He's allowing them into his mind, and they're thinking as if they're one mind almost. Mm. And he says he walks away and it's very dreamlike, mm. like very dreamy, hard to capture. Yes. Um, like it. I like it. I know I'm drawn towards yeah. it. I just yeah. have to say I have a proclivity towards a proclivity. it. Proclivity. So free association is essentially this idea that if you come in and start free associating, so just talking without censoring and without feeling like you need to get to a certain place, and you have another person who is with you supporting that goal and coming alongside you in that, that you'll start to reach, you'll start to get into these places where the unconscious can emerge. Mm -hmm. And what may seem like a bunch of unconnected pieces often emerge as being very connected and things start to unfold of sorts in this kind of open, free, liberatory space. Because you're kind of liberated to... Unleash of sorts. You know what? I had an image that came to mind because I just got a new phone as you were talking. It's like when you get a new phone and uh, up until recently, I've done the thumbprint mm-hmm. on my phone. Mm-hmm. And now apparently, and I know people, I'm late to this, but now they're making me do my face. Yeah. And as it's getting to know your face, it's like turn your face around on the screen. You mm-hmm. know, you're rolling your face around and it's showing you where you're rolling your face and it's getting the contours of your face and all that. And... It's it's like some sort of daily talking to a certain extent is like putting your face in the screen. It says, roll your face around, and you just hold it there. Yeah. It's one way. Yeah. And I do feel like this makes sense to me, but it's like free association is like you're rolling around in your brain. You're getting, mm-hmm. you're getting the full contours of it. Mm-hmm. You're exploring all of it. And as you do that, it's natural. I'm, I'm rolling my head around as I think about <laughs> it. Like you're, you're getting it all together not just certain element elements right you're starting to like look in the nooks and the crannies yeah, yeah. and things start to come up because you're like whoa i just said that and it's making me think of this and then it's making me think of this and it's interesting because i now have a therapist who seems to be highly supportive of free association okay and i imagine yours is as well yeah i mean we haven't really talked about it but it seems like it. i mean i'm very free in that space right and there's moments where like one day i started talking and i often say this i often find myself saying this and then it's like starting to i feel like i'm saying it less of like i don't know how this is related but yeah you know like i say that and at one point I was like, oh, this, and I don't know of this. And, and at one point he was like, just keep going, keep the, keep it going. Like right, was like exactly. in my corner, like pumping me up, yeah. like hand fist pumps of like, let it go, let it, let them out, let them out. And I was like, okay. And then this, yeah. <laughs> and, then this. Yeah. and it's like, whoa, all of a sudden when there's that room, mm-hmm. all of a sudden there's a lot more to emerge. Yep. Like yep. it's like by creating the space, you then have something that can grow into it of sorts. Yeah. I think, I think. I think you're naming something because I'm like two or three years ahead of you in therapy. Right. Whatever that means. I'm not like winning in therapy. It's just Scott's, Scott's <laughs> ahead. Scott's four laps but ahead of me. I think I stopped about a year or two in doing the whole, this isn't making, this isn't sense. making sense. Or right. like, I, I don't know why I said that. Like really trying to make myself clear right. to my therapist of like, I don't have to. I, I'm not I'm not really even trying to make sense. And well, I am, but like ultimately it's going to emerge as it emerges. Well, and I think that the fascinating thing is it generally 
what when free association starts to happen, it's like flow, like mm-hmm. conscious flow begins to happen. And then it's like what seemingly <clears throat> on the surface someone might not notice as making sense. There's actually like all kinds of threads that make a lot of sense. Yeah. You know, it might actually start to make more sense than what is your put together thoughts. <sighs> I, I mean, it's just so exciting and invigorating. And then I, I will always have religion and Christianity hovering over me. That's just my, that's how, that's just how it is. It's just how it be. So I'll always be engaging with that. Mm -hmm. You know, um, do you want to give any more like formal explanation from your scholarship? Well, let me read, let me read this. Oh, please, please, please. Um, so let me just find who wrote this just so I'm like, give some credit here. Just give some credit where credit's due. Um, this is written by Galena Haristeva. Um, is it from EBSCO host? This is from EBSCO host. (laughs) Freaking love EBSCO. (laughs) Um, And she refers a lot to someone, gosh, I wish I had an original citation, this writer whose last name is Chris uh, with a K. And a lot of her ideas are informed by this person with a Chris and then also informed by a person with a Chris. Um, But so here's just a simple, a simple uh, thought. On the one hand, free association denotes a sequence of thoughts, feelings, wishes, sensations, and images present or remembered expressed from a variety of perspectives. On the other hand, it is a mutual activity between the analysis and analysand. I find it useful to define the free association method, the principal method of psychoanalysis, as a joint venture in which the patient attempts to express whatever comes to mind, that is, the free associations, and the analysis, guided by their own associations and formulations, contributes only with the goal of enhancing the expression of the patient's free associations. Characteristically, in all the aforementioned perspectives, free association is best described as the absence of conscious direction. Perfect. The absence of conscious direction. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's it. I mean, I think we should put that that last quote on our Instagram tomorrow. Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. The absence of conscious direction. Yeah, as much as possible. You know, as much as possible. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, in therapy, it seems most possible because even if we're going to do a little dabbling tonight, like you're we'll going to be, be super conscious. We'll be restrained. No, yeah. for sure. For sure. So it's like you're, you're functioning at like 30%, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So as a teaser, we're going to do a little thing at the end where we each kind of be, play the role of free associator and like therapist analysis lightly. Again, analyst. very lightly. Do you say analysis? I you said analyst? analyst. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's kind of the person trying to help the other person free associate. Yeah. We'll, do, we'll, we'll both play those parts. Um, okay. I have a few more things that might be fun to just oh, say. Oh, please, 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 please. Um, okay. So Freud, uh, who we can have lots of discussion around Freud. Maybe one day we should just do these people and just go all in because there's so much <laughs> humans day. around all these people. <laughs> one day. But <laughs> he talked, this is a, a metaphor he gave. He compared the free associating patient with a traveler describing a journey. So say whatever goes through your mind, act as though, for instance, you were a traveler sitting next to the window of a railway carriage and describing to someone inside the carriage changing views what you see outside. That's it. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's all it is. That's all it is. Changing views what you see outside. <laughs> Come at me. Uh, okay. <laughs> You're looking at your paper. Do you still want to read more? Mace? 
Yes. <laughs> Mesa's looking at their paper, everybody. Uh, okay, okay. Here's one <laughs> should other. Should I free associate while you do this? <laughs> you should. <laughs> um, I mean, I like that image of, like, the train of, like, there's there's not... You're moving. You're moving, and you're just saying. You're, you're saying, saying what's, what's coming. Exactly. Like, I, I don't know why. On the flow, I'm not making sense. I'm seeing this. I'm noticing this. This is happening. Sorry if it sounds crazy. This is just <laughs> what's going on. Boop, 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 boop. Um, okay, I'll read this. And I think this might be a really fun like way to think about how we are going to practice it, because I think also a very large value of us in the podcast is play. Mm-hmm. So I think that's kind of what we want to do with this, is like play around with this concept. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. I should like... Oh, this is actually quoting from... I don't know from his first name. But <clears throat> I, w- I should like to raise another question, which is also related to free association, namely the question that there is not only the problem of free association for the patient, but there is also the problem of free association for the analyst. Should the analyst free associate too? In order to understand a patient, you must make the fullest use of your own imagination. Your own imagination must be mobilized to the highest extent. We are all crazy. We are all neurotic. We are all children, and the difference between us is only of degree. But unless we can mobilize in ourselves the very same irrational fantasy which exists in patients, we certainly cannot understand them. Oh, that's so good. And we must have the courage to do it. And if we, as analysts, consider ourselves to be the normal person here and the patient the irrational person there, then we shall never understand the patient. Then communication is indeed fraud then nothing goes on between two persons except words and chatter. There it is. Uh, I've got already too many free-associated thoughts to go with that. But, uh, well, it's, it's, it is, again, going back to Christianity or religion. It, 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 I feel like the biggest scandal, ultimately, is just this way that it's oftentimes turning you, you in against yourself from the very beginning. And so none of your thoughts are, re- are relevant or rational or good. You're all bad. It's mm-hmm. like, first of all, your your body is bad. Your flesh is bad. But then hold every thought captive to God. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. You know, like, and who knows what that even means? Wouldn't it be, wouldn't it be wonderful to interpret that verse mm-hmm. as get, get free, Hmm. Get your mind free, not conform it. It says, isn't it interesting? Oh, I, I, I could go off. Go for it. <laughs> it says, I, that's a big verse from Romans, everybody. It says, Romans 12, do not conform any longer to the patterns of this world. You know, and I just think we obviously rarely understand scripture, but it's like, why don't we talk about the culture? Like we talk about the culture, the quote unquote, the culture. Christians love talking about that. I'm like, what if the culture is Christians? Like, what if we're supposed to be countercultural hmm. to Christians? Hmm. That's what it seems like Jesus would do. Like, why do we just assume that the culture or the world or whatever it is is exclusively non-Christians? That's how that's how every casual Christian seems to interpret that stuff. Right. Do right. not conform any longer to the power right, of the world. Right, but what you're saying, what if? The, but the culture is Christian. Yeah. Right. That's the dominant culture. Right. White Christians. Yeah. Um. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. I mean, people take that concept, a very rich concept, and just totally run with it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is um, your mind is, is it's a fact, is unique. And it, it is made up of, like, talk about object relations from womb to now, like micro sensations and bits of information and you know, communications from people and experiences 
not not just one, mm-hmm. millions, mm-hmm. millions that only you have ever experienced mm-hmm. that help you form a sense of yourself and the world. And then somebody asks you now to conform your mind and like um, cohere around a uniform concept of truth and reality. Mm-hmm. And it's, it just makes you feel crazy. It makes you feel crazy that it's like, how how is anyone ever going to do that? And then you come out and say, well, here's... Here's my interpretation of reality. It's all I can do. I'm not I'm not an evil villain trying to come in and disrupt. I say I've been given a unique perspective in life. We all have. I have right. and here it is. I'm like, well you people in religion say, well you can't just say whatever you want. I'm like, oh that's all I that's all I can do. It's all I can do. <laughs> right, as if as if the religion isn't saying whatever they want. Right. I know. I know that's the biggest scandal <laughs> of them all, but like I think that's something that therapy helps you to do that's really hard to describe in morning pages too is like again, like rolling around in your own brain. I, I don't know what people think. I know there's different modes of therapy, but it's like people would think, uh, you're gonna get some quick tips. Right. You're gonna get to, to a person that can really sit and listen to you. And after a while they're gonna diagnose you and they're gonna give you some tools, and maybe they will, but like I think maybe psychoanalysis and other modes are kind of saying like it's the talking cure. You just mm-hmm. come in and you mm-hmm. start talking and all of a sudden you get more powerful, you get more confident, you get more settled. Not powerful and confident of like, now I can be a president. Not that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just more settled as a better word probably than confident and powerful. I'm just settled. Right. Well, and also it, 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 I think that we fear our minds. Yeah. I think we fear what's inside of us. Well, I, I think we've been taught to be afraid. I don't know if that's natural. I, Do you think it's natural? I think it's both. Okay. I think the reason we're taught is also because it's a slightly natural. Okay. Like, I the think there's, condition. I think there's a lot of mystery inside of us, mm-hmm. and we repress a lot. And I think there's a lot of, because I'm here and I'm like, free associating sometimes brings out stuff that's scary to have in the room. Mm-hmm. It's a little scary sometimes. And I mean, there's this quote that's just I can't escape of like, the only satisfactions of reality are themselves frustrating, like there's this sense in which when we do start opening ourselves up to these things, things become a little less secure. is not the right word. I think things actually do become more secure, but they also become a little more unpredictable. I think some people would use the word tedious. Hmm. Like sometimes I think people want to gather and have fun and just do the regular beats of fun, you know, and here comes the point where you ask this question and then you make this facial expression. This is how I exist in the world. I, I, I sometimes feel like a little doll. Everybody's like, come over here, Scott, stand here, ask this question. And I say, oh, what about this? And people are like, that you weren't supposed to say that. That was not what we were doing. Uh, I know. You're so-and-so social, said this. Your social scene. So-and-so is. said this and you should have said this. <laughs> Oh, Scott, I can't believe you said that. You know, I'm like, gosh. Let's have let's let's get it going, guys. Let's yeah. let's get some free associating. Yeah. Um Yeah, that's so interesting. See, and this is what the fun thing is, like you took that to a place I never would have gone. Because I like read this quote about yeah. this idea of the pen. um if we as the analysts consider ourselves to be the normal person here and the patient irrational, then there shall never, we shall never understand the patient. And I'm just like, Oh my gosh, that's it. Exactly. Yeah. Like whenever we're with someone, it's like, it's to think that we may have some kind of more sanity than they do is 
is is the exact opposite. Like, and I love this idea of we need to know and get alongside the irrational, fantastical, imaginative place with other people. Know that that's also inside of us. And like, be in that with it. It's like, oh, that's where it happens, you know? Well, I have a thought about that that came up for me when you're saying that, which is, I think this has society, social justice, um, justice implications because mm-hmm. what thing. I was feeling was yeah w- what if what if you do refuse to do that what if you what if you do um, think you're superior and your intellect is better and you don't you can't even look at this of yourself but that is coming also from a place of privilege so you're aligning yourself with powerful people looking down on right. people that aren't making as much sense. Right. And so then powerful people say, this group over here is just crazy. Well, it's actually, it's also like, well, like, you're, it's this, I, I don't know how I feel about the word crazy, although I think we're talking about it in a way that's interesting. Like, it is, it is actually the irrational thing to think that you have more power than another person. I mean, obviously there's power structures in our world that make it to be that way. Like, the material power and those things are real and also it is actually like a very fascinating mind trip that people are in when they think that they have more sanity than another person. Well, yeah. Cause I think this is what I would say I would realize about my, myself and my life in terms of a bird of the mind, knowing how I thought, mm-hmm. knowing how I thought before I understood like the idea of privilege or something like that. And that was that my success, quote unquote, or my thriving, quote unquote, or my place in the world was because I thought correctly and I was doing things correctly. And I was and and the the, the bar is so low for call for straight white men in the world. Like, but if you're this is the trippiest thing, if you're and this is what's crazy about like prosperity gospel or something like that, if you're looking to show that you doing well in the world is proof that your worldview is superior. Mm -hmm. That's a crazy thing because in order to get out of that, you're going to need some sort of divine intervention or motivation. (laughs) Like somebody has to intervene. No, for real. For real. There's no carrot. It's circular. Yeah. You feel superior. Everybody around you is telling you're superior. It's working out for you. Yeah. Uh, You said... My my tribe, I'm using that very loosely, you know, like my people that r- raised me told me this is how you do it. I did it. They told me these people over here were wrong. They said, if you do it this way, you'll be successful. You know what I'm saying? No, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, I and, think then, and then somebody comes along and says, well, what about my worldview? Right. And you go, your, your worldview is obviously trash. You're not doing well. I am. Right. And it's it's, I think that in terms of like, where that person is like there's such levels of dissociation happening. Yeah. Like dissociation from others and dissociation from their own suffering, from their own ways that they're not doing well. Like yeah. it also requires that you hold being doing well. Yeah. You know, like yeah. there's, there's that pressure in it as well. What does doing well mean? Right. Woo. Right. Um, okay. Should we play it? Should we try it? I think we should. Okay, so here, I actually really like that we're doing this because I think that many times we get into these kinds of conversations and it's like, I think even having this conversation that's emerging a lot is like, I'm on my way to becoming a therapist. And it's like, not everyone wants a therapist or can have a therapist. Right. So I think it's interesting that we 
Like, I think it's fun for us to try something and be like, maybe play this game with your friends. Yeah. Free association. Play this game. Free that. That's the game. Which a also, valid way to spend your evenings. Also, I want to note that one of my favorite podcasts, um, it's like a psychoanalyst podcast, just started a new series that's on like supervision. So like talking about working with clients. That's called Three Associating. Because oh. it's three people. Oh. <laughs> that's good. Um, okay. So we're going to do what? 10 minutes, 15 minutes. What do we think? I think five, honestly. Five. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Interesting. That's a good container. I think that is a good container. Okay. And one of us is the heavy quotes analysis. Yeah. The other one's the heavy analyst. Quotes. Yes. Analyst. And then analysis. Am I right? <laughs> analysis. Analyst. I think they both work. Uh, analysis. Cause I no, say analysis I, and analyst. <laughs> analyzand and analyst. I think, I think it could be analysis and Analyst. analyst, analyst. But I think analyst is a little easier. Uh, but but if <laughs> if you saw the word written out, yes. I think these are two different words. Analyst, assist, analyst. That's that's an extra s in there. Analyst, and out al- and analyst. <laughs> Mesa's writing it down. Everybody. <laughs> yeah, there's an there's an extra a. Okay. Yeah. 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 You're right. Okay, we're going to have an analyzand and an analyst. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes. Okay, which one do you want to be first? Uh, whew, I, I think I'll be the analyst first. Okay. <laughs> oh, I just got a little nervous. <laughs> do you want a prompt? No, that would be the that would be the 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 lack of free association. Okay, okay, great. I'm great. the I'm the anal- the analyzand. I bring it. Okay. Um Well, I guess I should just start thinking of what's happening to me right now. I feel like I'm thinking of about I'm having thoughts in me about concern around audience. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think because we even mentioned it in the beginning of concern around audience, I think it's even coming up for me here of like, we're not going to be able to say everything on free association. And there's probably a lot more to be said about free association. And I'm also having these thoughts around like, what is the um, like, I think, I think, okay, here's a thought. We talk about a lot of topics on this podcast around like ways to get into curiosity, things like play, free association, dreams. And I actually think there's something really nice about all of them because they're like heavy quotes, low cost things. Like anyone could do them. And I also really do have like a sense of I don't know if it's justice. I don't know if it's something in me that's like, I think these things are so rich and important and I have a strong desire that everyone would have access to them. Mm-hmm. And I get concerned when we're like free associate. And it's like, well, maybe not everyone has access to spaces that they can free associate. Oh, right. Right. And then I get like nervous. Yeah. Or like, you, are you embarrassed? No, embarrassed isn't the feeling. Almost like, I mean, honestly, I think shame comes up. Yeah. Um, like, <laughs> I'm aware I'm censoring. Yeah. So that's interesting. You're censoring for a certain audience. For a certain you have audience. audiences in mind. And I also think I do this to myself sometimes of censoring, of like, I'm not sure. And I, I just think. I think that there's something that comes up for me around like my own gratitude around 
like how healing something like free association has been for me. Mm-hmm. And I have like, it's both a strong desire for other folks to have this. And then also like shame of like, why do I get to free associate? Mm-hmm. And cause I think it's like in terms of like liberation, it literally is this idea of freedom, like free associate, like who gets to have this liberatory act. Um, so it just brings up that for me. But you, it brings it up because you have an audience in mind. So if you were just sitting in a room without yourself, how would you feel? I think I would still feel this a little bit, but I think it's stronger because I have an audience in mind. Yeah. I think the audience in mind kind of puts it on a very particular scale. And who's, who's watching? I don't know because it's like at this point, anyone who's listening to this much is already in this place yeah. of like listening and we're a fucking free podcast. I noticed you got kind of emotional when you were talking about gratitude. Yeah. Yeah. This is really interesting. <laughs> I feel like I instantly got into a state. Yeah. And that's interesting to mm-hmm. be like, I instantly got into this state of like, oh, here we are free associating. And then I'm like, I felt like I needed to say, and it's because I was thinking of it. That's like this shame that was coming up for me. But I also, I'm like, I don't know how rational that shame is. Yeah. Um, I think I have trouble feeling like I could have something pleasurable and healing for me. And, like, it not being, me not confirming it's there for everyone, too. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I don't know. I, so, I, yeah, a little bit of guilt? Is it guilt? I don't know if it's shame. It sounds like guilt. Yeah, maybe guilt is a better. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know because I think shame feels actually closer. Hmm. Like, there's a there's a... Am I bad? Like you did something wrong or you, something is inherently wrong with you? <laughs> of course my free association brought me there. Oh. I'm like, no, Mace, this, you yeah, have five here minutes. Here it is. Here you it have is. five minutes? I think we should, I think we should do 10. It's easy. <laughs> it's easy. No, yeah. I know. Um, Let's do 10. I'm watching the time. Um... It's like... Well, I'm having a whole other train of thought because it's like at the same time I'm not doing anything wrong. I'm not harming anyone. Yeah. But I don't know where this comes in for me. I have like this intense concern for harm. Yeah. That it is shaming. Mm-hmm. It's not guilt because I think honestly guilt would be more rational than this. Mm-hmm. Like there's an irrational piece to this that emerges. So you think you think um you think your free association is irrational? 
No, 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 no. Yeah. I think, no, I think that the, uh, here, the, because I'm feeling less shameful all of a sudden. Sure, First sure. off, I that, that I've, I've said it. Yeah, your so countenance has changed. I think. You're flowing. <laughs> <laughs> I think there is this, I think, uh, this feeling that arises in me as soon as we're like getting going on something, both of us, that's like, oh my gosh, this feels really powerful mm-hmm. and this feels really important. And this feels like, you know, when we talk about this idea, so this is the beginning of the episode of like answers, yeah, like free association answers, dreams, answers. Like I've heard people say not everyone can dream, yeah, you know? And it's like, I don't know. I, I don't know how to hold that with, and it's the most life-giving thing for me. Yeah. Like, to dream and discovering dreams was, like, changed my life. And then it's, like, I don't know how to hold those two things together. Like, mm. I want to be able to... I think it just, like, makes it, makes it really complex for me. Um, and I think free association is one of them. Like, this is something that, like morning pages as you're saying and the therapeutic space for me have done something in me in the past six months that I can't put words to Hmm. and and I think there's this shame that comes up of like talking about it like I I have this image of me like playing soccer and like I score a goal and I'm like immediately feel like I shouldn't celebrate I should put my head down and and show that I'm not excited yeah. Like, that's what I would do. Yeah. It's like, don't show that you're excited about scoring this goal. Like, no one wants to see that. You need to be humble. And I don't think humble is the thing I was thinking of, but it's interesting that I've gone there. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I see you playing with a lot of words. It's like going vacillating back and forth between grateful, a lot of gratitude, um, pride. Uh, pride in yourself um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then shame and, and humility and maybe even sort of oblig- uh, obligatory performative humility, <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, that's what that image shows because yeah. I'm secretly wanting to smile a lot right, right, and I'm right. feeling really proud of myself for scoring that goal. And I think I think I feel the audience in the room with you. Yeah. You started with audience. No. And I the think audience is still here. I think the audience is still here. I don't think the audience will ever leave yeah. in this situation. This tonight? Well, at least, <laughs> uh, at least while we're holding the mics. I don't know if it, I don't think it's possible <laughs> while holding the mics to uh, fully let the audience go. Right, right. And right. I mean, Th- we're at thirty percent for yourself. We're now we're now talking a symbolic audience, you know, because I don't know what the audience is entirely. Yeah. Who's listening? Right, because it's like, <laughs> it's, I don't know who it is, but there, it's as if there's someone who's out there that is going to be hurt by something I said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know who it is. They're a fuzzy figure. Yeah. But it's like, it's almost, I think it's almost their mysteria that's mysterious, mis- mystery, that makes them even more powerful. Mm. Like, I don't know who you are and I don't, I can't see you and I can't make you out, but like, I don't know what your intentions are. I hope are. nothing I say harms you. Mm. I hope nothing we say harms you. Mm. And if it does, 
I can't go back and I can't attend to you in the moment. I can't repair a harm here. I can't like, there's, there's a, there's a way in which this gets projected and then it's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's in my mind too. Yeah. That's 10 minutes. Do you want to go another five? No, I think we should be. I think we should leave it there. I think that was a great practice. I would go another five for sure. Well, I think we should. I think we should end it. Okay. I think, I think this is a little it? bit, this is a little weird, wild. <laughs> I feel a little exposed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Um, do we want to have any quick reflections before we switch to That'd you? That'd be great. I think we should. <laughs> How do you feel? More, more free association. <laughs> it's true. Although I feel like I clicked on something certain yeah. in there of like, okay, go for it. You yeah. know, knowing that the, that you that's let yourself go to a the, place. What's happening. I mean, I got real emotional about dreams. Yeah, you did. It was really sweet. Um, I don't know. I mean, I think that really, I think really quickly my, a few of my things just emerge fast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which, okay, I'll have a thought of that's a reflection that's even, that's like, there's a God shit thing happening there with that shame of like, as if I could hurt someone that badly with my words. Yeah. Like that's, 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 that's assuming I'm omnipotent and yeah. could do that kind of damage. Yeah. Which I can't. Yeah. I can't. That's, yeah. that's some God shit there. You can do damage, but you're not going to destroy someone. Yeah. 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 How did that feel for you? It felt uh, interesting, you know? <laughs> I was trying to enter into your world as much as possible. I think it's a learned skill. I think some of the therapists that we know, like, are probably particularly good at it. They do it every day, and I th- I'm sure right. they have their off days. But I was really trying to be in it with you, you know? Yeah. No, yeah. I felt supported by it. Good. <laughs> <laughs> or just trying to sense sense the things with you, like, feel them with you, you yeah. know? Yeah. Does it feel any different than, like, normal conversation with me? slightly slightly yeah but i think probably that's how you talk in general with me without the mics on you know right, so right um i mean i i felt like you doing something i felt i i which i know how that feels i know how i know how it feels when you're doing that i felt like you are trying to do something you know you're you're trying to access some authenticity and really dig yeah. you know yeah which yeah no I mean it's making me think of that quote we should have said this earlier but I guess we'll say it now of like the unconscious isn't deep down it's on the surface it's on the surface like it's right there yeah um your your unconscious is in your everyday speech mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. what Freudian slips are all about um but it's also coded Mm -hmm. so that's what people would say you want an analyst or a therapist for and you can have an approach your friendships in the spirit of psychoanalysis, but nobody should have a God complex and think that they can be a therapist in a friendship context. Right. But the spirit. No, simply can't. Which is why this is just play and in the spirit of these roles. Yeah. I feel like I'm needing to preface that so much. You don't want to do any harm. I don't want to don't do any harm. Don't want to do any harm. What are you doing? I'm just seeing okay, the time just, for me when I'm I do I'm nervous you're going to unplug the... Sorry, sorry. <laughs> and we've lost our episode. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. We were just free associating. Um, okay, do you want 10 minutes? Sure. Still going? Mm-hmm. I get nervous. Okay. I can't see it anymore. I've lost control. <laughs> well, should we just start? Mm-hmm. <laughs> free association. Free associations from my childhood. That's what just <laughs> came up. And we were talking about what about Bob before this? 
And What About Bob was a movie that I watched all the time when I was growing up and probably watched it about 10, no, I would say probably 20 to 25 times and watched it with my siblings. And it was one of those movies that we bought. So in my growing up years, we had like VHS and you would take that video and you'd watch it and and you, you had like five. Well, we did. We only had like five. Like five VHSs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it's just interesting that we're talking about all this therapy stuff because what about Bob exposed me to a lot of stuff that I think actually really stuck with me. Like the therapist in that movie that you just saw in the clip I showed you eventually pulls out all of the classic techniques. Like at one point he's not getting along with his daughter or something like that. And so he comes out to the lake with these puppets and he's like, let's talk with our puppets just like we do. We do when we're having a hard time. I'm me and you're you, but you talk to me with your puppet, you know? Um, but yeah, I was just thinking about what about Bob because, uh, he does the free association and I had no idea what that meant, but it, it stuck with me forever. And we always remember that line about what about Bob? But, um, I think what about Bob? And this is kind of hovering in the room as we're talking really reminds me of my family and my brother mm-hmm. and strange, in terms of synchronicity that my brother was texting while mm-hmm. we were talking. Mm-hmm. And it's like certain things like what about Bob and my brother, you know, bring up all sorts of things simultaneously that enter the room and are hovering all over. Like I, I imagine this phrase, great clouds of great cloud of witnesses. Mm-hmm. That's a phrase that comes in the Bible all the time. Yeah. And you're talking about an audience. Mm-hmm. And as Christians, we're invited to think about saints watching us from around who mm-hmm. are who are dead and dying and maybe even people watching us from hell. And not only that, but like God and angels. And we're always being watched. Mm. And afraid, I thought that just came up to me with Santa Claus. <laughs> <You> <laughs> Santa know? Claus is watching. <laughs> Santa Claus, you're naughty or nice. You know, he's going to find out if you're naughty or nice. Uh, and this idea of an audience that's listening to us right now, I mean, of course I think it subconsciously, we are picturing an audience and I picture like who is listening in my morning pages. It feels very creepy. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I write who is listening, who am I talking to? It feels creepy. It feels like a scene in a horror movie where I'm like, who am I talking to? Who's watching? Mm-hmm. Who's over my shoulder? And it, yeah, it has like big brother vibes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and then, and then we think about like ourselves as haunted houses And that's a concept that we've talked about, I don't know, not too much on the podcast, but like there are memories and faces and sounds and traces of mysterious things that have happened Hmm. to us in the past that are banging around inside of our minds and bodies. Plus, we're supposed to be thinking of a mysterious outside world where there are outside forces watching God, saints, cloud of witnesses, Hmm. and it's supposed to be encouraging, Hmm. you know? Um, I'm just like, it doesn't actually turn out to sound that encouraging. It's a little creepy because if the point of morning pages in a free association state is to stop editing yourself, but you are very aware that as you're talking, you're editing yourself and you don't even know who you're editing yourself for. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It becomes really creepy and a little bit frustrating because you're like, I, I even in morning pages in the privacy of my own home, knowing that nobody's going to look at this or even cares to look at for that matter. I mean, talk about that. Right. Like I'm worried about all these people that are watching and listening and actually nobody really cares. If I said, here's all my morning pages, I've got eight yellow pads now filled with, ramblings Mm -hmm. you think people care 
Ooh, oh, good, juicy. Let me sit and read Scott's morning pages. Nobody cares. I really believe that. Yeah, I was going to say, do you really believe that? Yeah, I mean, I think people care about me. It's not to say that I don't think people care about me, but I'm saying I don't hardly care. Like, hmm. I, I look at those morning pages. I'm like, no, it rose really free association. And I, I make marks in the margins where mm-hmm. it says this or important and I draw an arrow. Like, I'd say every... Once a week, maybe something comes up. I'm like, this is important. Go mm-hmm. back. Something big came up today. This mm-hmm. is a realization. But I do think it's like fresh, hot out the pan. Yeah. And then by the time I go back and look at it, it's almost stale, hmm. which I think is like a a reason to keep creating. Like Annie Diller would say, it's like a well that fills in from behind. Draw the water because something's going to fill in from behind. Don't, and she says, spend it while you have it. Don't like use it up. You know, like, don't be selfish with your creativity and the abundance that is naturally given to you by God. It's like, use it up. And there's almost an urgency to that. And I think sometimes with, like, things that we've experienced in terms of no small thing, there is a truth to that. Like, it sounds so silly, but when you do no small thing, we'll be right back, do, 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 do. It's the silliest thing, but it is creativity. And then you capture it and you turn it into a jingle. And then we actually have a T-shirt that says no small thing, we'll be right back, you know? Does it feel like if you don't use it up, it'll vanish? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I probably have that ur- urgency, isn't it, even that I'm talking right no, now. No, that's what I'm, ga- I'm, yeah. I'm sensing. I'm sensing it's like use up all, you've got 10 minutes to yeah. associate. Use, use it, it up. up. Get, like, let it go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I'm also trying to be on the train. You know, you mm-hmm, said that. Mm-hmm. And so I'm just saying the things that are passing through my mind. It's a lot <laughs> passing through. Oh, I've always, always. I'm, I'm picturing as you're talking like a crowd of people in your brain. <laughs> yeah, that's And there's good. like this picture of you like trying to stretch your arms out. <laughs> Come on, push your arms out. There's like this swarm of people. Am I trying there. to push them out of the mind or am I trying to push past them like a crowd? I don't know. What yeah. What do you think? What? Well, I think something comes up whenever I try to draw a brain. It's always like an explosion or flowers or mm-hmm. something bursting out of your brain. And I almost just pictured that Jack in the box thing or a do, 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 you know? And so I think like free association, morning pages, you know, Julie Cameron was saying with morning pages, uh, you're, you're going to get stuck and some days it's going to feel boring. You're gonna have to push through. And I'm like, never, and really, truly never, yeah. never has it felt boring. And, and it's always a little maddening to stop. And it's somebody like, Oh, make sure you fill up those three pages. I'm like, yeah, for three pages and more. And, if I didn't have that time limit and somebody gave me the entire day and said, actually, you never have to stop writing mm. morning pages. I'd be like, great, great. And it was like, just stay there. I had this image one time that is actually kind of emotional. I just got a little twinge of emotion when it was like back in the days when I was working at the church, there was a day where I came down to the office that I currently have and I sat there quietly and I had this thought, I mean, talk about like a bolt of lightning or something. And it mm-hmm. was, I was sitting down to write something and I said, the world should want me here. Hmm. And I do think that's something for the artist of like, I want somebody to be like, Hmm. we've got it covered. We're doing A, B, and C over here. You just sit and do that. And if it was like, I can just sit here all day with my morning pages. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, then I want to be like, then great. Because don't worry. It's not a waste of time. I'm going to create something really good that you're going to like. But I just do need the space. So please, yeah. you know, David Lynch was talking about like, he needs at least three hours to paint. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's he. You can tell the look of anguish on his face when he imagines getting interrupted. He's like, when you sit down at paint and you're trying to get in that zone. I'm sure he's thinking like, an hour to get in, then an hour to get some work done, and then an hour to sort of ease out of it, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like, I get morning pages, and I'm just like, please, 
this it's so it's so I mean I'm I maybe I have my own sense of sentimentality with morning pages because I'm like I don't want it to stop. Yeah. Like I want to keep going. Have you ever considered just keeping going all day? I should. I mean, I haven't. I haven't. I've ha- I'm like, I have a job, or it's, and it's if it's not my job, it's my family and my responsibilities. Like, when I started thinking back to the idea of like taking time off in terms of like Friday and Saturday, like taking a day off to be present for the family, it was very much like either I'm relationally engaged with the family or I'm working on house projects. Mm-hmm. So the idea of just sitting and doing a morning pages all day is like seems it all seems too it seems like very luxurious. The, the word that came to mind was indulgent. Indulgent for sure. Um but yeah, I mean no talking and letting the brain explode feels uh, probably like an orgasm or something like that, you know. I've just had that image come to my head. <laughs> yeah. You know, like just a release very pleasure. Yeah, a release. Absolutely. It's like <laughs> Um, I'm sure I've got over 10 minutes. <laughs> no, no, you've got a, you've got 45 seconds left to free associate. Just get it if you want, <laughs> you get, get it going. Lightning Some free strikes. associations. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I think, I think back, I think I was struck and probably prompted by this idea of crowd and, and like audience that you mm-hmm. brought up. And I am curious about who is in our head listening and even ourselves as an audience sounds very interesting. Like mm-hmm. if I do, if I am writing in my morning pages and I'm like, I'm the audience. Well, even that's complicated because sometimes I'm trying to tell myself something, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, I just had an image of a uh, lost and, um, Charlie saying not Penelope's not, boat. Yeah. Um, is it Penelope? Yeah. Whatever. Penny, Penny, not Penny's boat. Like there's messages that are trying to get across. Yeah. And, Sometimes you're even trying to get yourself a message. I'm mm-hmm. trying to, I'm mm-hmm. trying to write a note to myself in my morning pages. Like, don't forget, hmm. like you big dopey moron. Like, do not forget. Like, wake up, bap bap bap. You know. Will you indulge me in something? Please, yes. If I you, will. if you could take take a second and think of a message that you want to give yourself. Oh boy, I think wake up is always one. Hmm. You know, um, that's always been. Hmm. something that seems to have been resonating in me for like the last five years. What does wake up mean (sighs) or imply? I don't know. I was watching a Moses Sumney interview yesterday and he was talking about how he started making music and he said, uh, I don't know. I kind of always liked music and all of a sudden I was 20 and I thought, I guess now's the time or never. And I, I think that, I think we think that we have capabilities Mm-hmm. He said he had very little musical training. He was in choir for a little bit. He understood the stacking of voices and harmonies. It's like, I think there's a certain element of like, you're, you always, I feel like I'm always in training and there are probably all sorts of things I could do that I don't because I'm scared. And to think like, I can't create something like Moses Sumney, but I could create something, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe it's just average and good enough. But like, I think waking up would be something along the lines of, I, I think I sensed, Oh, waking up when we started the podcast. I remember mm-hmm. there was a dreaminess mm-hmm. and still is sometimes. Um, and I don't like the idea of living into your potential because I, I think that's a very strange, like economic capitalist something type of phrase to use. Mm-hmm. But there is just something to wake, waking up would be implying uh I don't know. A lot of things we talk about play, exploration, freedom, spaciousness, experimentation, stuff like that. Thanks for asking. Yep. <laughs>
All right. Thank you for our time. <laughs> I'll see you next week. No, no, no. Oh, I want you to feel guilty, but I'm leaving right now. I, I hope you understand. Do not drag me You're, like that. <laughs> uh, nobody knows I'm dragging you. <laughs> I could have been dragging myself. <laughs> um, how did that feel? It felt really fun, honestly. You know, like that. It felt indulgent. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm like, there, there were little parts where I was like, oh, this is really indulgent and outrageous. But I'm like, well, it's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's really interesting. There's this interesting tension that you have of get it out because I, it maybe it's going to go away because it is so enjoyable. Well, it is going away. We have 10 minutes. Right. <laughs> you know, if somebody said you had an hour, I could be like, okay, well, I'm going to slow down. I'll do it leisurely, you know, get some more tea. I find I find it fascinating. You and I really free associate really differently because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's like I had huge pauses. Yeah, and it felt like there was no room for air, mm-hmm. which was interesting mm-hmm. between the two of us. Yeah. Um, but no, th- no room for error when you were free associating. No, when you were free. Oh, when I was free associating. Right, right, right. Like I, like I wasn't, I wasn't going to make an error. No, no, no. Air, air, A-I-R. Oh, no room for air. Like no coming up for air. I thought you said error. No coming up for air. Right, right. Yeah. Well, I I was just really doing, trying to, I was trying to run with the train metaphor. No, I I know. I I mean, and then also like, don't let the pen stop, you Mm -hmm, know? mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And which I've been training myself to do for almost a year now. (laughs) Which is really interesting in terms of morning pages. I actually wrote about this in my morning pages this morning of like, I stop and think and get distracted hmm. a lot in hmm. my morning pages. Well, I do too, but I write about it. I do. Me too. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I yeah. go, I don't know why I just stopped. Yeah, yeah. I got distracted. What was I even saying? Now I'm thinking of something else. Yeah. What was I, why did I do that? You know, mm-hmm. like, which is interesting. Who's listening? Who's watching? Who's watching? <laughs> Nobody read this. Nobody read this. <laughs> 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 which is so interesting is I don't feel like I have very much of a sense of no, who's listening to my morning pages and i think part of that might be i literally have written on it don't no read. this is for no one's eyes but mine yeah. and I, I wonder what that does psychologically for it good point i wonder if i should um, try that and see what happens experiment because you have yours out you kind of have them out that someone could just pick them up and read them yeah i mean i, I don't know this is interesting because maybe that that has something to do with the way we just a free associated part of me this is really interesting ambivalence that you have about being seen. Because mm-hmm. on the one hand, you're like, see me, see me, see me, don't read my morning pages. Mm-hmm. And I'm sort of like, during the day, I'm mostly like, don't see me because I, I generally think you're not vibing with what I'm wanting to put out there. Mm-hmm. But also, please see me. Read my morning pages. I want I want everybody to know what's inside of me. I want everybody no, to know. No, you're like, like open to it. You're I'm like, gross, here I am. I'm weird. It's, it's... I do have all sorts of weird thoughts in my head that like... I'm not apologizing for this is me. And I want somebody to see those thoughts and those natural human things and go, Oh, there's Scott. Like, yeah, that's who you are. And it makes sense. That's who I am too. You know, like we're all human. We all have those thoughts, you know, but like, I'm like, you really want me to pretend I don't have those thoughts. Okay. You know, sure. Sure. I don't have those thoughts. (laughs) Oh, good. He doesn't have those thoughts. I thought he thought he had those thoughts, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He just, he puts them out in those pages and they disappear. He's just kidding. (laughs) You know, he doesn't think that. He does this thing called morning pages. It's kind of weird. And he says weird things. If you read it, you'd be a little, but he told me those are just, those aren't real. Those aren't (laughs) real. You don't need to worry about that. But but can you put those morning pages away? I'm probably channeling Marissa. (laughs) (laughs) I, I do feel like there is an interesting, no, I think it's, in so many ways, these prompts also are, there's something about the prompt of free associate and like 
you and I taking it so differently in, mm-hmm. in the morning pages, you and I doing it so differently because I don't have the sense of, I could go all day on these. I go, thank God it's just three pages. And mm. sometimes I go two. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I think just do oh, two. You're cheating. Nice. Nope. Not morning pages. <laughs> <laughs> Punch you. <laughs> um, I think there's something to me about free association. And I guess we're still in a free association zone right now of like, uh, when you talk about freedom and waking up or what that means to me, I think there is something about like either music and comedy. Hmm. I think comedians are really good at free associating. Yeah. And yeah. they're just, they're just getting themselves worked up into a frenzy and, and yeah. you're just enjoying the, the silliness. Right. Right. And then same with music. And we were trying it earlier. Bop, 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 yeah. Like, there's like a just flow. Make some there's noises. an openness. So try it out. See yeah. How it feels. And we get in a zone. I mean, there's something in the Rick Rubin documentary where, He's he's nodding his head in like this cartoon sketch, and this other guy's nodding his head. And it's like if you get into a zone as a musician, and you're nodding your head, and you just get in the flow, and you create that, and you record it, and then we get to get in the flow with you. Right, right. And two musicians or two people like us on a microphone getting into the zone, and and then learning to see what that feels like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like that feels cool. Right. Well, and I think there's something interesting too about like. Yeah, once you start to know the feeling, you can do it more mm-hmm. kind of thing. Oh, I can drop into the flow of sorts. Yeah. Um, I think this is really interesting because, again, we were just playing. But I do think we got a little taste of what we're probably like as clients for therapists. I think so. Like, I think what you saw is what uh, what I do. And Jason just kind of like Jason. Nobody knows who Jason is. but <laughs> <laughs> um, Just like kind of almost I had this image of runs alongside me. Hmm. I'm running. And he's like, here's where we're going. That just passed. And I'm like, that just passed. He goes, that just passed. And I'm like, how about that? And he's like, that, you know, yep. And I go, here we go. And I'm I'm like, we're turning here. He goes, we're turning here. Whoa. (laughs) And he he just kind of follows and kind of just kind of says back. And 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 I'll be like, there's a blue house. And he'll be like, we saw a blue house three blocks away. And I'm like, you're right. And we keep running. (laughs) That's a great image for him. I love that. Yeah, no, and I'm like, I don't know what I am. You're dolphin. <laughs> dolphin <laughs> sleep. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, curling up, moving around, squirming. Like, I imagine that you're probably consistent. Like you show up and you bring a relatively similar energy yeah, each time. Yeah. And I'm like, here I am. What, what am I going to bring today? God I have knows. this image of like a vampire being exposed by the light. <laughs> ah, oh no. Ah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well, <laughs> this has been Mesa's a lot of... signal. That's, that's your doorbell. That's the Lula doorbell version of needing to go outside. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. I'm done. I'm done with my podcast episode. <laughs> Let me out. <laughs> okay, Mace needs to go out. <laughs> ding, ding. I want to come back in. Actually, I'm not done yet. I have a few more thoughts. <laughs> oh, now I want to go back out. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel like a wind down is coming. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay, any <laughs> This is ridiculous. It's so nobody can get in the flow of the laughter. It's not invitational. <laughs> This is indulgent. This is not invitational right here. We're having our own thing. We locked you guys out. Sorry. 
Um, okay, do you have any <laughs> final thoughts? I think it was really fun. I, I think it was in the spirit of free association. I mean, here's here's a here's a concluding final thought. Like uh, Peter and um, his podcast co-host, I forget his name. I'm really sorry to that co-host. <laughs> um, Morgan. How would you feel if someone forgot your name? I would think Mace, that's hilarious. I'd be like, Mace yeah, no, Mace is memorable. Mem- Mace podcast. is a star. <laughs> Ma- random podcast co-host, that, that weird guy. Morgan, I think his name is more Elliot Morgan. There got it is. you. I got you, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, they always say, what's your takeaway at the end of this episode? What's your takeaway? My takeaway is we are listening. And I'll explain that for a second. If, if we watch the journey of the podcast for three and a half years, we're and it is learning as we go. Mm-hmm. We're saying this content to ourselves. Mm-hmm. We taught ourselves defense mechanisms. Mm-hmm. We taught ourselves Enneagram and then journeyed away from the Enneagram a little bit. Um, we're the audience, you know, like yeah, because we're because the main audience. Who we're, are the, we we're the most consistent audience for sure. Yeah, yeah, because there we're not teaching. There is nobody that said. I, I want to hear about free association. We want to hear about free association. Right, right, and, right, right. And we are, 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 I guess, the audience I had in mind when we started is evolved mm-hmm. because we've evolved. Yes. But I still don't have a clear image of who it is that's listening. Maybe that's because we're unclear. Yeah, and also, <clears throat> this is just what we want to hear now. Yeah. But I also imagine pretty soon this will have gotten pretty clear to us and we'll be moving on to other things. And it's not because an audience asked for it. Right. We've decided right. that right. we want to hear about these things. Right. Uh, that that I just like helps that. me. We're listening. We're listening. We're the listeners. <laughs> and it's literally true. I'm listening to you. Right. But I'm listening to myself process free association. Right. Right. You right. Know? Yeah. Right. I really like that. I really like that. Um, I don't know what my takeaway is. You don't have to have a takeaway. Um, this has been fun. This has been cool. This was fun. This was a, this was a, I've been wanting this topic for a while. And I think that I just, I, I, it does feel like this was a good transition point of like, yeah, this is what we're going to keep going towards. Yeah. Is this kind of, and it, 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 in many ways, it's actually like a celebration of our instincts in the beginning. Mm -hmm. Like as much as we've changed and grown, we, we were lightly free associating from the start. Totally. And that's just cool. Yeah. Um, um, other takeaways. I think I really Free associate some takeaways. I really feel like I really enjoyed this little vignette vignette of the two of us as heavy quotes, free associators mm-hmm. or analysands and analysts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel like we didn't really, I feel like because of the time constraint, we didn't get that much analysis time. You know what I mean? Oh, right, right, right. You wanted you wanted to ask me some more questions or? Right. Like there was a lot happening. I mean, I, I'm like, I'm noting things in my brain yeah. for future times. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I think that was really funny and fun to see. Like, because I think something happened as soon as I was like, wait, no, you're free associating. I clicked into a mode. Yeah. And you did too. Yeah. And that was fascinating to see what that mode is we click into. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes Jason tries to bop in. And I'm like, hey, oh, 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 no, right. no, not right. yet, not, not yet. yet, not yet. Nope, nope, nope. I'm going. <laughs> in the early days, I was like, oh crap, he's gonna think I'm crazy, so I better slow down. I'm like, no. let me listen to you, Jason. And I'm like, oh, I just kind of push right into. He's like, he's trying to get in. I'm like, more words, louder. Don't let him get in yet. No, 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 no. <laughs> and then eventually, I'll be like, kind of like pause and be like, here, Jason. I'm like, here I go again. <laughs> 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 yeah, no, I sense that. I, I sense it's just like a little nudge. Yeah. 
little yeah. nudge. Okay, well. <laughs> yes. Thanks for listening, everybody. We think next week's topic is going to be... Crossing a crosswalk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, I, for some reason, the way you started that sentence <laughs> threw me off, and I was like, I thought it was going to be crosswalks, and then you said crossing, and the, the, the syntax or the, the way you said it, <laughs> it just tweaked my brain. I was like, what is it? Did I forget? And then you're like, crossing the crosswalk. I was like, oh, yeah, it's crossing a crosswalk. Yeah, that's what I want. Everybody, next week, get, get ready. Get ready. Send us your thoughts, because this yes. is the one I've been waiting for. Yes, yeah, Scott has been waiting We've for We've got this. to generate some buzz, some energy around this. Because it is a true tyranny of taste. I want a podcast episode on crossing crosswalks. So and it's going here's to my pitch. Start thinking. Please engage with us on Instagram. Uh, what do you observe about people's personalities as they cross crosswalks? And just their... Attitude as pedestrians. Attitude as pedestrians. Mm-hmm. So, for example, today I was going down a one-way street. And several <laughs> the people... The episode is starting now. We're getting out trailer. of their cars. <laughs> and... I was one car, nobody behind me. I was just a lone car on the street. And a group of people got out of their car and very aggressively seemed to me to be taking a lot of time to get their trinkets and pets and and suitcases out of their car. I am of the understanding and may sort of disagree that I think they should just let me go. Uh, I'm not. I'm not that passionate about, it, but I just like to observe these things. But I do like to watch how people cross crosswalks. So that's what it'll be about their personality. So, so we're going to talk about it next week. Send us your thoughts, thoughts and prayers, good vibes, good vibes only. Good vibes only. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah.